Hey, Circus Boss. Uh, first, before we get started, I want to say Happy Fat Tuesday. <laughs> That's me pretending I'm in New Orleans for Mardi Gras, but I'm not. So today, we're talking about Sears and Beers. All about Sears and Beers. What is it? Um, how it started, what's it all about, because we get to talk one-on-one -on -one with the festival producer and visionary of the whole idea of the festival, uh, Dominic Del Signore, Circus Productions. So he's going to jump in the room with us live, and we're going to talk about Sears and Beers. Hey, Dominic. Hey, Ricky. <laughs> How's it going, Dominic? Good. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> Great. And uh, DJ Brockstar is in the house. And what up, Brock? I'm giving everyone a little wave. Um, so happy Fat Tuesday, by the way. Happy Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> Wish we were all in NOLO right now. I know. NOLA. <laughs> NOLA. What NOLA would be? Oh, that's like the lawyer thing. Um, I'm and no, you're combining NOLA and YOLO, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my, my cousin Audrey. Hi, cousin Audrey. How's it going? So, um, Dominic is our guest of honor today from Homestead Circus Productions. We're talking about Sears and Beers. Um, before we dive in, Dominic, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, hi everyone. I'm Dominic Del Signore, uh, co-founder of Homestead Circus Productions, as well as the uh, creator of the Sears and Beers training events. Awesome. So we're going to talk about Sears and Beers today. Um, just in case anyone is jumping on live or watching the replay that doesn't know me, I'm Ailey. Um, I'm a business coach and chief inspiration officer here at Circus Boss. And we help circus artists become confident entrepreneurs. I've been working on that statement for a while. It's hard to sum up what you do into one sentence. Yeah. Um, I was just working with another uh, in a coaching session today with someone else. It took us a year to figure that out. So anyway, <laughs> it is. Um, we have a podcast. We have a ton of content on the socials. We have workshops and we do one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is how we met Dominic. Yeah, if anyone wants to talk firsthand about how helpful Circus Boss is and how amazing Eileen and Brock are and how relevant their experience is, please reach out to me, DM me. I've got wonderful things to say to all of you, so. Awesome. Well, thank you, Dominic. Um, <laughs> hey, Larissa, thanks for joining us live. We're talking about Sears and Beers today, so of course, if you're here live, drop questions in the chat as we go. Hey, Juan, thanks for joining us, and if you're hey, watching... Juan. You can uh, ask us questions on the, I'll post the replay afterwards. It'll be on the Circus Boss page. Dominic, are you going to post this live on either Homestead or Sears and Beers page? Yeah, this is going to be all over the Sears and Beers page. We'll post it to Facebook. Want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to see this. Just uh, some good in-depth information about the event. Awesome. So ask questions wherever you see the video and one of us will be sure to answer them. Um, okay, so... What is Sears and Beers, Dominic? Please tell us. Yeah, of course. Uh, quite literally, Sears and Beers is a four-day training intensive for Sears wheelers led by some of the world's most prolific coaches, and it's paired with a Sears wheel competition that's in the style of a breakdance battle. Um, it's so much more than that, though. It, it's, it's about connecting and, and coming together with people in person. You step into this room, and you get to meet Sears wheelers from 
all over the world. And there's so much that we can do for each other to collaborate and create. And there's something to be said for the power of learning in a space where there's other people learning the same thing. It's, um, it's, it's a really magical experience. So you can call it a training event, you can call it a festival, you can call it a networking event. It is all of the above. Okay, but what's the beers part of it? Because I don't drink beer. And I'm like, I don't drink beer before jumping on a steer wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the beers part of it is it's, it's in reference to the spirit of, of cheers, the spirit of going out for drinks with, with your people, with your family. Um, and we find it to be so important that there is this parallel experience within what we are doing and what we are pursuing. So it's one thing to get together and train. It's another thing to get together and train. And then after training, get together and be people together. And so beers is the the essence of that however we've added it to the the name um of the event because the battle the cereal competition is typically held at a brewery or somewhere where we can enjoy drinks together and be very casual and laugh and have fun and it's all in good spirits you don't have to drink at all um you definitely don't have to drink beer and we absolutely do not recommend drinking beer and then getting on a steer wheel and spinning around <laughs> <laughs> um okay well that was a really good rundown but what like what can you tell us about like what inspired it and like how long has the festival been running yeah um you know kind of what i just spoke about with what what the whole purpose of the beers part is that is what inspired this you know um i think it was 2016 or 17 i went up to montreal to meet my coach eric deshane and work with him for uh, uh, several days on sear wheel and um, the theme tends to be after training, you go and hang out with the people that you're with, you know, we would go out for lunch and have a beer and talk and, and that part of it is so fulfilling, because you get to, you get to be off topic, so to say, and, and hang out and get to know each other. And there's a lot that can come from that. Um, Personally, I've found this in many different aspects of my life when I go to an event or a seminar, or anything, it's, it's so great afterwards to get together with people and just talk and hang out and be together. And so th that was the, the main inspiration. You know, the event itself, the idea was created a little bit later than that. We were at a different event with a bunch of people and um, the name came about. It was funny, it was a good rhyme. And then we started thinking about it. We were like, no, this makes sense. This makes a lot of sense. And there really isn't anything that's annual and consistent and um, made four seer wheelers that's like this, at least not in America. There are some other events um, in Europe. There's a big event and some things like that. But for the most part, um, this is just not available. So we decided to, to put this together and um, make this event happen with the rest of the community. And it's definitely been a collaboration. So the event itself started in 2019. That was our first in-person Sears and Beers. It's an annual event, but it was postponed for a couple of years due to the great pause that we're all coming out of now. So here like we are. That. I like that. Yeah. And so here we are in 2022 and it's happening. Uh, we're all coming together this May, May 20th through the 23rd in Boulder, Colorado for the second in-person annual Sears and Beers event. Oh, that's so exciting. So, but didn't, did you do a, a pivot, not a pivot, but like a, 
a virtual version. Didn't you do something like during the the pause? I saw something. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, full transparency when, when the pandemic hit and a lot of people were pivoting and doing these virtual events, it was, it was tragic to, um, to cancel the event. It was uh, the Sears and beers for 2020 was already planned. There was already like 20 people that had signed up, they paid to go. And then no one knew what was happening. And we, we had to call it off for the safety of everyone. And for, you know, just logistics, we couldn't have the event. So it was really tough. And after a while, um, you know, we started to, to miss our Searwheel family and decided that we had to do something. So the idea came about to hold just Battle at the Brewery, but online and call it Battle We Wish was at the brewery. <laughs> um, and it just turned out so great. It's, it's hard to even express in words how thorough um, the, the emotional connection between everyone was. And what was extra special about it is that it was an international gathering. There were people from, I don't have the metrics in front of me, but I think 20 different countries all coming together to watch this. I think there was participants from like over seven different countries that had entered videos. Um, there were prizes. So, so it was an actual event and we did a live streaming party for everyone to watch this together. And let me tell you, the people that participated in the virtual Sears and Beers event just blew everyone away. The amount of creativity that went into the video editing and to finding a way to participate, even though you couldn't get out of your room to train or do anything, it was, it was absolutely inspiring. It was supposed to be like a two hour event. And I think there was, there was like 60 of us that stayed for six hours talking after the event, just talking about cereal, talking about what we were going through, dreaming up ideas and plans and things that we could do for the future, ways we could build the community. And so it was a lot more powerful than we ever thought was possible. And um, a little foreshadowing, there will be some virtual elements to future Sears and Beers events for participants, not just spectators. So uh, you can look forward to that in 2023. We're going to try and bring everyone together and, and really involve the international community um, for this event. That's awesome. So speaking of international, and also I realized we never defined Sear. Like we never defined <laughs> that most people that follow Circus Boss or Homestead know what Sear Wheel is. But um, that kind of brings to mind like, well, who is this festival for? You mentioned it's for people yeah. that train sear but like what if you're new to sear and while you're there why don't you throw in what is sear wheel <laughs> great um you know sear wheel quite literally is a big metal ring typically steel or aluminum it's made of different things um, you spin around in this ring and use counterbalances to do different acrobatic maneuvers things of this sort so it is often a circus discipline although it is widely becoming an athletic discipline and something that people just do for fun who have zero desire to perform and so that's very important because this event is for everyone it's not just for artists that are creating a performance career it's not just for trainers that want to learn to teach this to people it's for anyone that has an interest in the wheel um, we have a, a fleet of wheels being brought to us by Spinnovation Detroit. Ali Spins, shout out. Thank you very much. And so there are wheels available. If you have any sort of interest in stepping on one and learning how to do it, this event is for you. If you are a professional or you are intermediate, advanced, beginner, 
any of these things, this is for you. There will be people at this event, there have been people at this event who are considered to be some of the best in the world. And if you're doing yourself a service, you remain a lifelong student. And there is a lot to be gained from coming to an event that has this many different perspectives coming at the same topic to teach each other and, and learn from one another. So yeah, I would say this is for anyone that has any interest whatsoever in trying cereal. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. And I'm so excited that it's back in person. It's, it just feels so good to see festivals and events coming back. So like, has anything changed now that it's back in person this year? <laughs> I mean, the first thing that comes to mind with that is just the level of gratitude and awareness of how fragile these opportunities and gatherings are. I think that goes across the board for all types of gatherings. And so, you know, this community, the cereal community is already just so thoughtful and caring and gracious in so many ways. But I really sense through many conversations I've been having with people that the level of grat gratitude has gone through the roof um, since the pandemic. And so that being said, we're also, many of us are being very gracious to ourselves for where we're at. If we had to take a break, if we're getting back, if we're going through injury, we're being gracious to each other and how we produce these things. And um, I think it, it's what's changed is the, the, certain levels of transparency have opened up to bring people together in a stronger way because we can we can really um we can really associate with the level of camaraderie we all have from going through this together so that's that's the the thing that's changed fundamentally as far as the event specifically itself the only thing that's changed is um we have a, a slightly different coaching staff this year and uh that everyone's phenomenal and we're all really stoked to come together and do this so not much has changed for the event itself as of this year okay cool but we're looking forward to adding some streaming and virtual elements in 2023 yes absolutely. um you mentioned produce oh Oh, I go ahead. Um, Ricky here mentioned, Ricky is also the producer of this event and my partner in Homestead Circus. But yes, we added a day. Uh, it is now a four-day training intensive instead of a three-day training intensive. And we'll see what we can do to um, keep expanding these options for people and, and making this a longer experience. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, Mehmet, Mehmet. I'm totally pronouncing that wrong, I'm sure. And Liliqui? Liloqui. Um, good to see you all here. We're talking about Sears and beers. And Dominic, you mentioned the word produce in there. So since this circus box, we like to talk about business here, right? Like, yeah. what can you share from a festival producer's perspective about like, what goes into producing a festival? What are your favorite parts? And what is the hard? What are the hardest parts? Yeah, um, you know, there, there's site visits and phone conferences, curiosity conversations, bookkeeping, contract writing, logistics, contingency plans, brand creation, marketing, sales meetings, insurance calls. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Realistically, everything that goes into building a successful business, for the most part, goes into building a successful event. When you're creating an event, you need to treat it like a business. And putting in the effort in all of these categories is is really showing a respect to the people that are supporting the event and the people that you're creating this for it's it's quite necessary um to cross your t's and dot your i's to make sure that you you think of as many things as possible and um that's the best way that we've come up with to to create an event that's 
got the value everyone is hoping to get out of it and hopefully a lot more. Well, and there's something else that you might have said in that long list of things, but that I know just by working behind the scenes with you, you put a lot of care, both you and Ricky, put a lot of care and intention into the user experience, like the experience of your coaching staff and the experience of the attendees. And like, I think that when we're thinking about making the thing, sometimes we can forget about, well, people are going to show up and have an experience. How can we like... How can we go above and beyond? How can we surprise and delight them? And I do have to say that you and Ricky really go over over the top with that one. Thank you, Eileen. Um, that's the single most important thing to us, period, is, is everyone's experience that they have there, you know? Um, we have been to events where it was you know, it was, it was clear that the experience was not in the mind of the producers for whatever reason, you know, there's a lot that goes into this. And so I do understand um, where sometimes, you know, you can only allocate so much energy to so many different things, but for us, it's the most important thing. You know, uh, I come from a, a long history of, of working in restaurants and things like this. And, and over all my years of, of working for people, you know, the bosses and the leaders that made a great experience for both their customers and their, staff those have been the greatest experiences the most long-lasting things and what's more important is that it's not about the single event experience it's about how that lasting impression with people guides their decisions and in how they're going to create experiences for other people in the future and so in just efforts of trying to create better events and create a better world um, where we're all having experiences that are more thoughtfully curated to our needs and and then some um, I think, I think it's quite necessary. So yeah, the, the first and foremost, this is an event for seer wheelers and that should never be forgotten. So the experience is everything. Well, and, um, I love that you said we're creating a better world because honestly, on some level you are, because I, I don't know, I'm kind of like a workshop or intensive junkie. Like there's a, there's a certain like transformation that can happen when you're like concentrated versus like, yes, it's important to train however many days a week you train, but you make these like leaps that you, that you can't do in a single lesson um, in these workshop intensive environments festival where you're, you're all in, right? Um, so you are changing the world because all the people that come there have those shifts, have those leaps, have those, and then they go back and they share it with their communities. It's like the ripple, ripple effect. Yeah, I really believe that that's how, um, that's how these things work. And so all you can really do is affect the things that you're in control of. And if we're creating an event, we're in control of everyone's, the, the fundam we're in control of the setup for everyone's experience. You know, the individual is in control of their experience. You know, you want to come to these things with an open mind and, and with, you know, the, the least amount of expectations you have, the more blown away you're going to be. But it's our job to try and foresee people's expectations and augment the experience from that baseline. And so part of that, you know, is there's, there's so much to be stressed about throughout the day. And there's so much to be stressed about with travel and with, you know, um, investing a significant amount of money to be able to go to do something like this. Um, the, the, the easiest way to start off an event like this with a good experience is to try and 
alleviate some stresses for people. So, you know, whether it's uh, creating a map that shows you exactly how to walk to the door to get in there, or whether it's creating uh, groups or being very open to private messages to answer questions and things like this, you know, um, we've definitely experienced some other events where it was really, really tough to contact people and communication was not easy. I mean, communication is the hardest part of all of this. Actually, that's, that's a good topic to talk about. Um, the hardest part of producing these events too it's it's just communication you know you can't you can't expect everyone to be as passionate or as invested in an event that they are not actually producing and so it's really important to um, be gracious about communication and be available as much as you can awesome and making sure that you have a system in a way that people can find you because i know it's it's like you're trying, you're excited, you're going to do the thing and then like you're lost or you can't figure out how to get there. So yeah, no one's answering their phone or, you know, no one's checking the Facebook page to answer and, and we're all busy. So we've all got, you know, excuses, but it's no excuse. Um, communication is the single most important quality of any relationship, really. <laughs> and, and this is a relationship between, um, you know, the community. So we do our best to be really, really good about communication. And um, please, anyone out there with any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm an open book. We're extremely transparent about how we produce the event and what goes into it. And so if you have any questions, we're here to, we're here to accommodate that for you. Awesome. So when is the festival and how and where can people register? Yeah, uh, May 20th through the 23rd this year, 2022. It's in Boulder, Colorado. All of the training is going to be at CU Boulder's Rec Center. So we have all of this information, the exact address and all of that listed at searsandbeers.com. You can find registration at searsandbeers.com. You can find information, contact information. Everything is at the website. And that's C-Y-R-S-A-N-D-B-E-E-R-S.com. Got it. <laughs> cool. cool. Um, and so something else that's really exciting for us, and I think it's exciting for you too, is um, Circus Boss is actually going to be at Sears and Beers, which is one of the many reasons we wanted to talk about it today. Um, oh, good. Thank you, Ricky. Ricky dropped it in the chat, searsandbeers.com. Um, a beautiful website, by the way, designed by Ricky Morehouse, co-producer of the festival and brilliant design artist. All the, I love all the logos. On, check out the, also on Insta, Sears and Beers, right? On Insta, got to check out the beautiful layout work they've been doing. I love it. It's gorgeous. Make sure you're following them on the gram if you're not. Um, also, Homestead Circus. It, on the gram, it's Homestead Circus. Yep. Yeah, yep. you can find our entertainment company at Homestead Circus. Awesome. So anyway, Circus Boss is going to be, for the first time since we were born, <laughs> teaching in-person workshop. Uh, so we're going to be teaching some, like, how do you build a marketing plan? You know, about performers, how do you, like... I, I, the reason I'm adding plan to it is because I'm all about systems so that you take all these big things that you think you should be doing and like get it down on the paper. Like, okay, cool. Well, here are my steps of what I'm going to work on and here's how often I'm going to work on it. So you can feel like I am moving the needle forward with my career and with my business. I've got it all mapped out. So we're going to help you create that map in a class. And then we're also going to do some lunch discussions. We're going to talk about pricing because, you know, Circus Boss loves to talk about gig pay pricing. 
Um, and then I think we're going to have some other lunch discussions too that we're still brainstorming on. So if you're going to Sears and Beers and there's something that you want to talk about business-wise, uh, let Dominic know, let us know at Circus Boss, and we'll make sure to get that in on one of those lunch discussions. Um, but yeah, hopefully there'll be more uh, in-person Circus Boss workshops, but this is our first one. No, we're hoping there's going to be a lot more in-person Circus Boss workshops. I mean, for everyone out there that's listening, business terms, marketing, this and that, some of it can be intimidating or it can go in one ear and out the other when you're an artist, but it's really a mentality. It's, it's just, it's the other side of things. It's the, it's the logistical side of things that helps, that helps achieve the goals that you're going for. And, you know, even if, even if you have zero desire to create a business, so to say, say your business is just being an artist and wanting to work for not just being an artist, but being an artist and wanting to work for certain companies or for certain events, these types of discussions and um, Circus Boss in particular are really going to help you just find the right path. You might not even know exactly what you're looking for, and this is a great place to start. Or you might have extremely specific questions or uh, situations that you've been in that you didn't really know how to handle. And, you know, if it's worth it to you to have a coach to learn how to do your coin drop in Sear Wheel, it's, it's worth it to have a coach to help you represent yourself and be seen by others the way that you would like to be perceived. Because often inside of us, we see and feel one thing and it's so strong and powerful and genuine. And sometimes that message gets a little distorted when we try to put it out there. So the business element, it's, it's not all about making money. It's, it's about understanding presentation as well. And so you can really apply these, um, these studies and these, these thoughts and theories and everything to all of your, your life. And so we're extremely grateful to have Eileen and Brock there to guide us through all of these things. They're extremely wise and um, I can't even begin to tell you, make sure to go check out their website and, and, look at all of their workshops and everything. There's a, a lot of valuable information there. And right now it's extremely accessible. So I would highly suggest checking that out. <laughs> well, thank you for that beautiful um, description and plug. And I love it. It's great to hear what you do in other people's words. Um, <laughs> so May 20th to the 23rd, Boulder, Colorado. Yes. Registration opened today on March 1st. Yeah, this is really exciting. Registration opened up at midnight last night, Colorado Mountain Time, and there are 34 students signed up already. Now, some of these people have had tickets from 2020, but about half of that has all been from this morning. So it, it's, it's going to be quite the gathering. I think it's something like we can have 70 people at this event is what our capacity is. And so we're about halfway there. It's going to be wonderful and possibly the largest cereal gathering that's ever happened in America. So we're quite excited about this. Well, and that's awesome. I didn't even think to ask you earlier about how many people, 70 people. That's such an intimate gathering. You really will get to know everybody that's there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, there's... Uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say there's open gym throughout the whole thing. So it's, you really do have time to connect with your, your colleagues and meet everyone. It's not just being in classes and staying super focused the whole time. There's, we've really tried to be thoughtful about having time for everyone to connect. And there's times to do private lessons with people. I saw that. Um, do you want to just, before we wrap up, do you want to just mention some of the coaches that'll be there? 
Yes, I'd love to. Please go to the website to check out more information about all the coaches because everyone that's a part of this team just they've already done so much and they contribute so much that it would take another 30 minutes to explain that. So I'll just tell you, we've got our, we've got Eric DeShane, Angelica Bongiovanni, Courtney Giannone, we have Sam Tribble, Justin Dale, Jen McQueen, Charlie Wheeler, and God, I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. Um, that's just to start. We've got Eile, we've got Brock there. Um, there's going to be other people and, but, but our main serial coaches are the, the people that I've just spoken about. And are you, are you coaching the 101? There's a serial 101, which I'll be taking. <laughs> um, this year, Sam Tribble is going to be taking over that. And Sam is the, like, he's just one of the most influential people, in, especially in the United States in the serial scene. He's done a large part in um, getting wheels into the hands of so many people. And so we're really thrilled to have him taking over the, the 101s section here. Awesome. So before we head out, is there anything else you want to share, Dominic? Hmm. Not a ton comes to mind. I just want everyone to know that, that we're really, really grateful. Um, really grateful for the Serial community. Really grateful for everyone's involvement, all the conversations that we've been having. Um, there's so many people have reached out to us and, and have just been so open and, and humble and happy to to be a part of this and contribute in any way that they can and um you know the the people that are, are traveling from all the way over from australia like kylie's going to be there this year again and it's it's so powerful um what you're able to say through your actions by being present at um it, it, with your community like this. So thank you for everyone that was involved in the virtual event. Thank you for everyone that's been involved in the comments and that's just a part of the Serial Facebook page and talks to each other. I mean, we all really lift each other up and this is a situation of rising tides. So let's, uh, let's float those ships. Okay, I'm gonna have to end on that because that was beautiful. Searsandbeers.com, Sears and Beers on the gram and Facebook. Um, and Homestead Circus, and then of course, we're Circus Boss official on the gram or circusboss.com. And we hope to see you all at Sears and Beers. Hey, Circus Mavaka, we're, oh, Mavakanza. We're just wrapping up. We talked about Sears and Beers. You can check out searsandbeers.com or the replay will be posted a little bit later this evening or tomorrow. And uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, Dominic, for taking time to chat. And I'm so excited for the festival. See you soon. Okay, bye, everyone. Thank you.